0: This is episode 150. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at.
1: With your hosts Shane Chapman and Wayla Brent. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go.
0: Should really probably task you with getting a new intro done. Yeah get your name on there and wade's out cuz like cuz wade's out <laughs> Bye wade i don't know that he's ever coming back been in enough episodes since we since he moved to keep him on the intro no
1: i don't want like i don't really want to take him off but let's like oh well, you can be there in spirit here though wade in spirit yeah or maybe i'll we'll just make a bunch of like soundboard buttons for him and we can just make him talk oh
0: there is one isn't there boaterism there he Ooh. is <laughs> now you know, that's Wade right there. That's Wade. No, every episode we just have to give one of these voyeurism, <clears> just so he can have his two. Now cents. you know. <laughs> um, what'd you do this week, Bryce? Wow, I made a bunch of videos. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, you're you're heavy on the that video work. This heavy week. video working for uh, swinging with the stars. Regina. Right, swinging with the stars. So that's happening. By the time this gets posted tomorrow, that's gonna be one week away to swinging with the stars. One week away and Shane's in the lead in the lead for donations. And i would like, I had a, I had a target in my head that I didn't want to tell anybody. Cause I, I thought if it was really obnoxious and not possible, that'd be embarrassing to be like, I want to do this number. And then you don't even get close. And well, I told my wife a while back. I was like, I I think it'd be wicked if I could raise 10K. <gasps> 10 K $10,000. And then when I talked to the organizers, they're like, yeah, most teams are probably raise like two to 3000. I was like, Oh shoot. Okay. Oh shoot. Um, Guess what? So he's well on and way, and I'm uh, there's there was a there's a whale donor in there somewhere that I'm trying to identify. Yeah. So that helped uh, massively. Moby so Dick. whoever that was, I'm going to reach out to you and thank you when I find out who you are. So, well, uh, if we find <laughs> out thanks. who you are, <laughs> yeah, anonymous donor, anonymous donor. <laughs> um. Not for that action. What else you got for us today? Bryce? That seems appropriate.
1: (laughs) Okay. Today, I just have a few brain teasers for you, Shane. Good. My brain needs to be teased. Okay. So, (laughs) let's... Do you want the written exam first or the uh, oral? Don't say it. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I knew you were going to say it. Um... Written please You want written Okay I'm going to give you This piece of paper So everybody can uh, At you home You know this is a podcast Right They Yeah I'm going to Can't see me writing I'm going to speak it So they can So what yeah. I want you to do yeah. Is write uh, 100 Just write Just write the The number 100 100 Okay, okay. This now, one is easy Under Next. that Write another 100
0: is, it, is this a riddle Or a
1: It's a riddle Oh And then a line Underneath it Okay Okay now, I need you to make 200 from that by only making one more line. Pass. Pass. Hard pass? Because you know it.
0: Only because I saw this stupid thing on TikTok, but I didn't watch to the end to see what oh, the answer was. You didn't watch it I to the end? I don't feel like figuring it out with my own brain power. I told you my brain needed teased, not yeah. Well, it's a teaser today. Mean, well, it's what you asked for. Uh, I guess so. So I no. I, so I know it's it's gonna be some goofy thing. Uh, add one line and make that two hundred. Make that two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred.
1: Two hundred. There's there is two hundreds there, but that's not two hundred. Two hundred. One line. One line. Can can you, straight line. Can you do it? Just it has to be a straight it line. It has to be a straight line. It has to make sense. Um okay, <laughs> I'd give up. Okay. So you take take your pen yeah. and put one line right across the top of the one to make a T,
0: T O O 100, uh, 200. It's the worst. That's oh, the worst. what? What? Okay, it's kind of clever. I was good. Kind of clever. That's a cute
1: little brain teaser. It's a cute little one. Yeah. And now I got a riddle for you then. Oh, yes. Okay. Here we go. What can you keep but cannot share? And once you share it, you cannot keep it. Secret. Oh, my God. You knew that one. Yeah, I think it was really obvious before you even
0: finished the question. <laughs> okay. Like the wording even is like, what do you keep? Yeah, the okay. secrets. That's you like the first secrets. thing I think when you say, what do you keep? Okay. okay. I was already on board before you. Fine.
1: Why can't a man living in the USA be buried in Canada? Because he's living in the USA. That is he's a living man. He's living. Period. Well, you just you just destroyed. You got too smart. First, you were too dumb. I find that I enjoy the oral much more than
0: the, <laughs> than the written test. Oh, we don't have a rim show. Now anymore. you know. <laughs> All right, well, without further ado. Okay, every once in a while we think, hey, let's do a check-in on our mental health. Right to the point. You know, I feel like Simcoe News no longer, uh, or not Simcoe Simcoe News, News. Simcoe Dex no longer even comes into these podcasts anymore, and he would be the one that would appreciate the most that we get to the point the fastest now. Like we're always like five minutes, we're on to the topic. Now we're in. He's the guy who complained the most about us wasting time at the start. Now he's not even here to enjoy it. Wow. It's because before we just made fun of him for 20 minutes. Right. He lived in Simcoe. Yeah. So today we're going we're gonna to talk mental health again. And because I think we always need a little refresher. And not, not Debbie Downer, mental health talk. We're just going to talk about some tips on how to kind of keep your mental health uh, in good standing. Just the tips. <laughs> in good just, yeah, just tips. So what we're going to go through is an article that um, was actually posted by PSI Global Specialist Recruitment. Had an article with these things, and we just, like, why reinvent the wheel? We're not right, mental yeah. health experts. Let's take it from these guys who have already done the hard work. Neither of us are doctors. Let's Think put that good? disclaimer. We already teased <laughs> our brains enough.
1: Oh, but it's you can be a doctor now, though, if you'd like. How do you be a doctor if you like? Uh, I can just be one? Facebook. Yeah. I'm a doctor paying of
0: Facebook? In, have you not been paying attention to the world right now? No, Everybody's true. a bloody doctor. That's true. Doctors, actual real doctors have lost all credentials like they, they don't have. even like their their efforts and their research and their education no longer means anything right if you put an md behind your name it doesn't mean doesn't anything matter. it actually means you can't be believed yeah now it does in 2021
1: but a regular guy it means
0: you're up to something like us it means yeah It means you work for the government as an md yeah really yeah you oh. you are you are a pawn in the government you're a pawn in the cog in the government <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy Against the people. Doctors are? Yeah. Real doctors? Yeah, man. It's all over Facebook.
1: I'm losing it. I'm missing out.
0: I'm totally missing everything. You are. So. Probably because my mental health sucks. Could be. Now, this time of year, I think it's good timing because we're heading into the winter season, the slow season. Uh, It's a tough time. We're also in the middle of, uh, what are we at? The 17th wave of COVID now. (laughs) Right. And that's been hard on people for the last couple of years as well. Not and only so,
1: seasonal depression, but yeah, the end for the fifth
0: time of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to get to Deck Expo in Dallas in November? I, think I don't, that's looking sketchy, I don't right? know, man. It's getting sketchy out there. Anyway, we're going to talk about three tips for kind of taking care of your mental health in the workplace yep. and three tips for taking care of it at home. Mm-hmm. So there's primarily two places one would spend their day. One's at work and one's at home. Yeah. So these are good tips for both of those scenarios. (laughs) If you find great tips, if if you you find find yourself yourself in either of these places, right? Exactly. Your home or your work. Do you work? I, yeah. Do you live Mm -hmm. in a place? I do. Both of these sets of tips will work for you. I tend to go back and forth between them. Do you add three tips for your drive home? For the drive, (laughs) three tips for the, in the car. Yeah. Okay. So let's go through these and chat about them a little bit. So, okay. In the workplace, number one, talk to a coworker. Um, what do you mean by that? Come on, is this a brain? Is this is well, not a brain teaser, Bryce? No, it's not it. But it's like, is it just like? <laughs> no, I think this general is like, chatting. I think this is finding somebody in. And for a lot of deck builders, it might only be one or two guys in the job, so maybe it's just a little right. bit more difficult to do. But I think this is kind of like find that person that you can have open conversations with. Mm. Um, obviously not everybody feels comfortable talking about mental health. And, you know, I think we should all work to change that, but it's the reality of the situation is that some relationships just don't invite that type of conversation in sometimes, but usually in a, in a big enough group, you can find somebody who's going to open up to you that way. I know even like here, I have certain conversations with certain people uh, that I feel more comfortable talking to than others. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I also feel that there's some people in our organization that are more willing to open up to me Right. than they would be to somebody else or yeah. whatever. Just for some reason we click in a way, right? Yep. And so I think it's uh, it's important to find that person that you can talk to about it if something's bothering you I and mean, without being ridiculed. Because that's the tricky thing in construction yeah. is that it does tend to be this like macho industry a lot of times where it's like there's no place for that kind of talk. Kind of that's thing, right. right. If you if you talk about your weakness and your, your mental health, you're a pussy. Like that that's kind right. of shitty attitude. Push that shit down. So, um you're going to have to rise above that. Now, number two is going to address that a little bit. But talking to a coworker, it helps just to get things off your chest sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Talk about it. Like, I have yeah, somebody to talk about.
1: It. That's what therapy's for.
0: Right. And that's like, that's something that people find, some people find uh, a hard hill to go up and yeah. come down on the other side <laughs> to continue the <laughs> yeah. analogy um, is like thinking that it's okay to go to therapy because again, there's this. You know, I think it's going away over time right now. I think we're probably better at it than we used to be. But there's a stigma about going to therapy that it's because you're weak or you can't help, you can't control yourself or you can't help yourself and therefore you need somebody else to do it. Like it's a, you have to admit and be okay with the fact that you might need help from that you can't provide yourself. I mean, I don't think like regular
1: therapy is bad for people. Like you want to better yourself, like you exercise to get stronger. Nope, I don't. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, oh wait, that's oh, a So yes. oh, yeah, of course no, I do. Yeah, yeah,
1: That's how you do it, though, yeah. right? That's how you get to be a more physically active person. You would, you know, put some effort and work and yeah. practice into yeah. it. Your brain's a big muscle. You gotta same goes with mental. Gotta, yeah,
0: you gotta get stuff out. You gotta work it. Um, yeah, I, I haven't been to I haven't been to a counselor or a therapist in a while, but I have been before, and I it's it's not intimidating. Um, it just certainly doesn't need to be intimidating. And i always find that it's just like, they just, it just allows you to to talk out loud and get some ideas off your chest. And most of the time you're, you're kind of solving your own problems and just speaking things through yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, it's not like they're there to fix you necessarily on purpose. No. they are not going to, you know, it's not like, Oh, you're broken. And now I'm going to do these right. things to fix you. It's like, exactly. it's just a chance to air your stuff and like, think about it from a different perspective. I know even like talking to certain people, for example, like business coaches that we've been talking to a little bit lately, I find when the, the last question I'm, and I'm explaining it and I'll stop myself and be like, this, that's probably not how we should do it. Right. I'll say that. I'll be like, well, we do this and this and this. And then I stop and I'm like, that, knowing. That doesn't make any now sense. Now that I've said it out loud to somebody who's trying to help and listen, I'm like, I'm checking myself and be like, I'm saying this, but I know this is probably not right. Right. And so just even just the presence of that person who's kind of like, you know, is kind of analyzing what you're saying. Um allows you to think outside your own your own whatever your own brain, right? A little bit, right? Yeah. Just kind of see things from the outside yourself a little bit. So um okay, we got some questions popping up here. So let's get to those before we or some comments before we get too far down this. TC Deck says, you know what would be cool? A zoom call with the other guys in the industry maybe every couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, did we say we were gonna do that? <laughs> I guess we're supposed to get the uh, happy hour back going. Um and USMC says it's all about perspective. I mean,
1: that's a, that's a, uh, the zoom call thing is a good thing too, right? Like the idea that we can get a bunch of industry people together. Yes. And talk about things. That's yeah. very similar I
0: mean, to talking to your coworker. I, I guess I didn't, I didn't look and read his comment as being a bit of a, like a, yeah, like a, an omen to this point here, but it, I guess it probably was. Yes. I was we'll saying t- like, we'll yeah, take the or, benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and so good idea. Um, yeah, we should get those going again. So anyway, talk to people. Talk to a coworker. You spend, you know, eight, ten hours a day with that person. You spend more time with your coworkers than you do with your family. Yeah. Um, so it's important to have some sort of relationship that you feel comfortable sharing things with. It'd be good. Number two is open uh, addressing your company culture. So I think this is kind of more of a top down move, but my point before where this these industries or our industry is very male dominated and very macho and has a stigma around it. Mm-hmm. Um, be the person that changes that, right? Don't it, don't just like fall into it and be like, oh, that's how it goes. So now I swear lots and treat other people like crap. Like right, there's exactly. Not, there's nothing endearing about about how this, <laughs> this industry has been. Right. Uh, there's no need to continue it. Yeah. So create that culture where, you know, your employees and your staff feel okay talking to or your team, I should say, feels okay talking to you or to each other, or and letting them know it's okay to. Mm-hmm. to have those conversations, to to tell you when something is bothering them. Like, you know, sometimes this whole, like sometimes people um, miss work or call in sick and they, they make up excuses or, and that all that does is lead people to be like, ah, they're just skipping work they're or just whatever. all the time. But yeah. maybe there's something actually going on and they don't feel comfortable talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. And so it just, it, it, portrays itself as this like no reason for missing work kind of thing, but maybe there's something deeper happening. And if you had that culture where people knew it was okay to come to you and be like, listen, I just need a, I need a mental health day. I'm in a dark place in my head right now. Yeah. I just need to like, I need to get out. I just need to go take care of myself for a bit. Yeah. And that should be a good enough reason to take that day. Um, but because of the stigma that's like mental health is not a real sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, people are like, well, I need to, I need to tell them I'm physically sick or else right. it's not a good reason. to miss That's where work. you got to start. Right. I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm not feeling. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm puking. Cause my mind is running. So... And, and nowadays you can't even really
1: do that. If you're like, Oh, I'm not feeling good. I'm like, you're, if you're really sick,
0: don't come in. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to risk anything. <laughs> yeah. Number three under the workplace thing here was learn a new skill. And I, I liked reading that one I had to think about it For a second And I was like No that's good Because nothing gives you A bit of like A sense of like Accomplishment and pride More than Learning something new mm-hmm. And so maybe You're the guy That goes to work every day And does the same Monotonous thing Over and over and over again And Like it's getting boring And it's not Like it's kind of Adding to the To your If you already kind of feel Like you're in a stuck place Mentally In your life Doing the life, same whatever, thing Over and showing over up again and Doing something over <laughs> and over again That you're not enjoying Is not helping Right and so maybe it's time to to talk to the boss whatever and say like, look, I'm I'm ready to to tackle something new. I feel like it would be good for me to learn something new and to show myself that I'm valuable and yeah. um, just have some sort of accomplishment. So I like I don't want to be the guy that just stands at the saw and cuts blocking all day anymore. I'd like to go, uh, put lay some decking or right. whatever it might be. Yeah, and and as
1: a leader uh, in your company, uh, you should also uh, be on the lookout for that too, right? trying to consistently challenge your employees in new ways, move them around to make sure they're not doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Quigley has a comment here, Quigley Dex on the Instagram here. What can one do when you know someone who is struggling, but you can't get them to talk? Mm. So this is where it's like, I'm not the expert in this by any means, but I think it's com- it comes back to this whole um, changing your company culture to make sure that the reason they don't want to talk isn't because they feel uncomfortable because of the environment they're currently in. Maybe they don't want to talk because maybe it's too personal for them and they don't want you knowing about it. Maybe like people might have a million different reasons why they might want to talk to you about something. Mm -hmm. You can't force them to talk to you. Right. But as long as you let them know that like, Hey, I am, I am here and I am willing to listen. Mm -hmm. So don't let that scare you off. Like we can have this conversation as, as, as good, like as people that care about each other. Um, and if, and if they ch- still choose to be like, you're not the person I want to talk to about this, then fine. I think you have to respect that in a way too, but you just need to make sure that you let them know that yeah. you're okay with it. Yeah, I'm here, I'm ready to listen.
1: Yeah, it's not your fault that if you yeah. can't get through to them, don't take yeah. it personally.
0: And if you're the boss, there's certainly things that you can suggest if they don't want to talk to you about it. You can like, there's nothing saying you can't say, hey, do you need some time off with your family? Do you need to go like, do you need to help, talk to somebody? Maybe you're in a in a company that has the resources to be able to offer some sort of benefits that'll cover counseling. And you could offer that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say every company has that uh, ability or capacity to do that, but if it is, you could offer that. Be like, I like, listen, man, I, I know you're struggling. I can see it. Um, mm-hmm. if, you know, I'm here to talk if you want, but if that's something you want to do here at work, I certainly respect your time. Take some time. If you'd like to go see somebody that can kind of help you through it, let me know. Yeah. Maybe we can get that cost covered or something. Like, that. Right. Or at least a time. It's like, yeah. no
1: one's, no one's going to be like, hey, no, nope, you can't do that during the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the problem
0: is some people might.
1: That's right. right? I with guess the, so, yeah.
0: With that industry, it might be like, leave your shit at home and get here and bang in these joist hangers. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about your problems. Right. So, make sure that's not the, the, uh, the influence you're putting out there or like the, <laughs> the vibe you're giving off. Right. Make sure you're approachable. Make sure that you just create that, that company culture, that, tells people or shows people that it's okay
1: and communicate it
0: yeah right yeah and that's like this is is not something that you sit down at a meeting one day and be like okay from now on uh (laughs) good company culture we're we're good to talk to each other like this is something that needs to be worked on every day you need to develop that relationship that trust yeah and so you know maybe taking somebody side and having a chat about something that's not work-related and telling maybe you need to open up first Maybe you need to tell them a bit about your life and mm-hmm. your struggles and whatever. And that would kind of be an invitation for somebody to kind of open themselves up a little bit. Right. So that that, they're not feeling as vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. Now the other half of your day is spent at home, depending on who you are. <laughs> yes. Um, theoretically. And so there's some things you can do to take care of your personal self that will hopefully, hopefully help with your mental health as well with uh, easing the struggles. Mm-hmm. Number one on this list is stay fit. You mentioned it. Uh, can you uh, define what that means? I, I don't
1: know myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, like I don't know. Just get a bit of exercise is what they what they say. Even just getting a bit of exercise every day is a huge
0: stress reliever. Uh, it like, absolutely is. I hate that I don't do this consistently. Right. I hate that I am not the person who naturally wants to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. And maybe there, maybe nobody starts out being naturally into it. You actually hear that a lot. People yeah. are like, I was never the type of person to sit there and go to the gym all the time or work out all the time or do whatever, but they get into that routine and it becomes who they are. Mm-hmm. They, they find that they do enjoy it. So, but I know that when I get into my spurts of doing it, it absolutely helps with this stuff. Oh yeah. hundred percent. If I get down like, whether it's lifting weights, I got on a yoga kick for a while. I was doing yoga for about a month every night and some mornings I would sit down and I would just like, I would intentionally do it. It'd be like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to bed without doing my yoga. Mm-hmm. And I would sit down and do it. And it's just like, it was so relaxing and just a time for me to like, even though I, I am commonly, I'm not the type of person that likes to sit and be still and do anything. Usually my mind will race if I do that. Right. Like, and that's why I don't go to bed until I'm exhausted because I'll just think too much. Yeah. So usually I, my brain won't turn off. I found that when I was doing the yoga, it kind of just did. It just turned off. Like I would listen to the instructional video that I was listening, like watching, but she's not saying much. Right. But it was just like, downward I, dog. for some reason was really focused on on that, which mm. which is really a nothing yeah. <laughs> in a way. Like yeah. my brain wasn't spinning. It was just a chance to just like turn everything off for a little bit, relax your body, relax your mind. And at the end of it, you know, take 20 minutes, whatever, 30 minutes. At the end of it, just laying there and just being like, I feel like so just calm and relaxed. <laughs> you really now.
1: sounded calm there. Calm. <laughs> I feel
0: wonderful. That's right. But even just that, like, and that's not, that's not a hard physical activity. It was like, not at there all. was many days I didn't break a sweat at all. Mm-hmm. Like yoga can be challenging, but there's certainly like beginner stuff or more mild things you can do. That's not about working up a big sweat and making you feel like you just had a big workout. It's no. just, it's just being in tune with yourself and your body and, and uh, chilling out. Chilling out. I agree. I think, I think
1: exercise like walking or, uh, meditating even, I know meditating's not really exercise but it does I think it does
0: help yes I'm just trying, sorry I'm trying to go back here because we do have quite a few comments coming in here now as, holy well, smokes what happened here how long have we been gone I don't know we uh, zoned out there talking about fitness uh, USMC replied to quickly Dex about the what if somebody's struggling and you like how do you get them to open up to you uh, we kind of talked about this he says sometimes you have to open up to them first and maybe share some past experiences where you struggled be vulnerable I think that is really key if you can kind of be the first to kind of open up and it just like, that's kind of like uh acting instead of just words kind of like
1: Putting, actions are louder than right. words. Actions trying, are louder than What I'm words. trying to say. Yeah. You
0: tell somebody like, you know, you can talk to me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, right. it's still not, it's still not knocking any walls down. Mm-hmm. But if you come up to somebody and be like, Hey man, I noticed you've been struggling mm-hmm. with this. And I went through a period of my life that was really, you know, you, uh, yeah, you, you be vulnerable first and it'll help people to open up to you. Right. Yeah.
1: You show them that, You trust them first, yeah, and that they're willing to extend that trust back to you,
0: right? Haney is agreeing with this as well. Quickly talk to them about your vulnerabilities or weaknesses first. Establish that it's okay to admit vulnerabilities and be open. I really like Um, this going. Everybody's kind of hitting the same. Why did we? think that's the answer. Why are we on? They have all the answers, right? Uh, Haney Construction wrapping up an hour early without warning and having a beer with the crew has been huge for us. Mm -hmm. Not every day. He specifies. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to uh, create a bunch of alcoholics. Right. <laughs> but for real, you don't want to like, you want to create a routine around alcohol. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. To, to give people a day off and it's like an unexpected, like, oh yeah, sweet. Like, yeah. Like that it's appreciation shown in a different way. And like, isn't that one of the things that, uh,
1: Jocko Wilnick talked about in extreme leadership or ownership? Smashing beers daily. No, they would, but before like a big mission, they would, the commander would come out and they would, now this is irresponsible, but they would get everybody like rip roaring drunk. Okay. Because they found that it uh, increased camaraderie because these guys would be, would just like let their entire guard down and any problems that they would have, they would just hash out. Right. Right.
0: Sure. You become a little
1: more trusting when you drink a little, not that alcohol's a.
0: Yep wonder drug but no but it certainly does remove inhibition mm-hmm. a little bit right um, I'm watching I think I've told you a little bit about this I'm watching this documentary series on Amazon Prime called All or Nothing right and I'm loving it it's it basically follows I thought it was just NFL for a while but it looks like they have some like the Toronto Maple Leafs or something too but they basically follow one pro team around for a season full season mm-hmm. and kind of show the inner workings the behind the scenes stuff with the coaches, with the, you know, the administration staff, the players and everything. You, you learn the story, the story of that season. And it's really cool. But the one I'm watching right now is the Dallas Cowboys. And they show, I think it's a special teams meeting, the coach at the every, end of every meeting. Um, I can't remember what, what uh, line he uses, but he gets everybody to stand up and shake hands, look the guy in, in, next to you in the eyes, and like have that moment of like blowing yeah. out a little bit. Right. And really kind of building trust and like open yourself because a lot of these guys are sitting in. you watch these these shows sometimes and it's like a lot of these dudes are athletes man they ain't they're mm-hmm. not they're not scholars right I'm not saying they're stupid I mean they're not they they're built to um perform athletically at a high level yeah a lot of them don't enjoy the book side of the game sitting in a room oh, being right. lecture and, like, to and watching and whatever you know. and they look just like they look like they would rather be nowhere else. <laughs> they would just rather anywhere be else. on the field. That, sitting there, right? And they're just like, but as soon as that moment comes in, comes up, these guys are like, all right, stand up, gentlemen. Look the guys right. in the eyes and shake hands. Everybody just gets a huge smile on their face and they just start. And all of a sudden the room is alive. Yeah. And and that's how his way of kind of like helping to build and foster this like, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like a team. Kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you start caring about the person beside you. Right. And I mean,
1: that's the, that's, that's what like this camaraderie. is. Maraudery. I mean, that's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, like, I think of uh, Phil Jackson, right?
0: Yeah. Arguably Who's he?
1: the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. One of, yeah. right? Yeah. And he was known for doing kind of very strange um, team building exercises, right? Like, you get everybody. I'm pretty sure at the end of one of the Bulls seasons, they went to center court and burned a bunch of stuff, in like a ceremony.
0: Yeah, he was very much into what it was like. It was some like it was
1: indigenous indigenous religion. Yes, or,
0: you know, very into that, and like lived it in his life and shared it with his players. And yeah, so yeah, I don't know where, where were we going with that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we <laughs> we we're talking about comedy culture. Or whatever. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, USMC says exercise releases endorphins and endorphins make you happy. True. That's, um, deck builder marketers, uh, says I'm so much more on top of things when I get my heart rate up in the morning. And yes, I always say yoga and water are the key. Yoga and water. I think that's, if you're, I think I really think yoga. And again, this is something to macho dudes. Maybe the, the, idea of doing yoga doesn't seem very macho to you. That's mm-hmm. not the point. It's not supposed to be a macho thing. Um, but if you're the type of guy who's just like, I don't go to the gym and I don't want to exert myself. And to be fair for a lot of these guys and gals, the job they're doing is very physically labor intensive. Mm-hmm. Like they might not have the need to go burn off 500 calories and to get that kind of workout. Cause they're gassed at the end of the day because they probably burnt off a thousand calories working. Right. So maybe yoga is the nice way to kind of like to, to, to take care of your body and your mind a little bit without going being overly exertive again at the Mm. end of the day. It can Mm -hmm. help just kind of chill and relax and get you ready for bed anyway. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, Let's see if we got any more comments here before we go to the next point. I think there probably is a few. Um, Ken loves it when Shane is calm. Calm, (laughs) Shane. (laughs) I also prefer (laughs) to be calm. Uh, Haney Construction, yoga is just hard enough and just tricky enough to demand your mental focus, which Mm. becomes meditative. Same thing with stretching. Both are tremendous for your body and mind. I'm going to move this book because it's white in front of the Oh, <laughs> you're really making like, it hard to read. Can't see it. Also because my eyes are 40 years old. Uh, USMC says, the best counselors and therapists are the ones who have struggled themselves. People relate to others who have been through it before. <laughs> yes. Uh, Western Lumber, 1953. It isn't just for staff. As an owner, I've decided that being here before the employees is great. But now I leave before the store closes. We need our own time too. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, so we caught up in the comments. So there it is. Stay fit, or just just do something. Have you ever? We've talked to this in a different podcast we do, which we got to get back on, by the way. Um, yep. Float sessions. Oh yeah, I think we need to do that as
1: like a thing this year. Like a team thing, we should do like a float, a team float, or something. everybody in the same pod. <laughs> that would be weird. Stack them up. <laughs> We're about to bond. That's right. That's right. Uh, Bonded silence.
0: Uh, um, I've never floated to this day. I need to get back into it. I've done it once. I did not. I I shouldn't say I didn't enjoy it. I I did enjoy it in certain ways, and in other ways, it drove me crazy. But I believe that uh, I believe it would be beneficial and enjoyable if I went again. Like, more times. I think right. they tell you straight up front, like, this first time can be hard for a lot of people. It's a you're lot the type of mental person, stress. Yeah. If you're the type of person who can't turn things off and just, like, remove all distraction and and turn your brain off, then this is going to be a little bit weird for you. A little tricky. It was, and it was a little bit weird for me. A little tricky. But... So you don't want to do yoga, you don't want to meditate, you whatever. Well, try go, go try a float session. These things yeah. are like a lot of people swear by it as far as like kind of recalibrating your mind Yep. and your body. Some people say they go for an hour float and it's like the equivalent of like a 12 hour sleep. Like yeah. they come out just feeling so energized and refreshed. And some people say they see shit. It's, there's <laughs> a lot of stories of like hallucinogenic <laughs> stuff that happens in this thing. So if you haven't done, haven't heard of these float sessions, it's a basically the A sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, they put you in a coffin filled with water. Essentially. (laughs) It's a pod. It's a pod. Like, it's a tomb. (laughs) It's a tomb. It's a pod that closes completely. It's got, like, extremely high salt content, Epsom salts, whatever it is in the water. The water is only, like, four inches deep. It's not deep. Oh, But it's got so much salt in it that you float.
1: So you don't, like, is it weird? Like, when you get in, do you touch the bottom? Oh, yeah. And then you
0: sit there and you're like, whoa. As you, when, you, when you spread your mass out, like I think if you were sitting up, you'd also sit on the floor of the thing. Oh, okay. But when you lay down, like then you start to float. Um, so you're not, the water's not that deep. You're not in any risk of drowning or floating to the bottom or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but you just float there. And so it gives you this sense of like it removes the your physical sensation because you're not touching right. anything. Right. Your body's just kind of suspended in right. air. The water temperature is perfectly 38 degrees. Oh, so it's your your, body temperature. It's exactly your body temperature. So you don't feel cold or warmth around you. That's weird. You just feel nothing. It's pitch black. So you see nothing and it's like sound didn't. So you hear nothing. What am I forgetting? Scent. Unless you fart, you don't smell anything either. (laughs) Do you wear clothes in there? (laughs) Uh, I think it's optional. Oh, it's uh, clothing optional. I think they kind of say don't because the clothing can be a distraction. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, because if you were wearing like loose shorts and they like swayed and touch you, whatever, it would kind of break break the, yeah. Uh, I honestly don't remember if I did or not. I don't think I did. I think I went in there like with something to show nude when I went, I believe. Um, so really cool experience. Uh, I'm gonna do it again. Like I said, I'm the kind of guy that can't turn his brain off. So I was in there just thinking about all the work I had to do.
1: Right. And like, yeah.
0: and I think I was booked for like a 90 minute or 75 minute, and I made it to. I think I made it to just about an hour. And I was like, I can't. I got to get out of here now. Yeah. Like I can't do this any longer. I didn't even know how long I had been in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: exactly. You come I think up it's time. Like I think at some
0: point, it like turns off or what or opens up or something. I don't remember. But anyways, that's for somebody who doesn't want to get in and do something physical, but really needs that time to like chill out and maybe that could be super helpful.
1: Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean. Like what you just said about the float thing, like meditation is very, very hard in the beginning because you have to physically turn your brain off. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like for it to be able to like straight up meditate for half an hour. Yeah. Uninterrupted right off the bat is really hard.
0: Yeah. Uh, Carly, are. Our- uh, one of our team members up in Saskatoon says floating is okay. He's obviously done it. Or Wade's relaxation technique. technique. What's that? Shoot stuff. Oh, he shoots Wade stuff. Wade goes hunting. But honestly, that probably isn't a way his thing, right? He goes by himself a lot of times. It's probably a bit zen for him too to just go out in the woods and be by yourself. I love hiking. Uh, he posted a picture the other day from his kid. So his parents have a cab and I don't know exactly where it is and nor does it matter.
1: You're um, going to dock some <laughs> live on air.
0: <laughs> yeah. But he posted a picture and he was just like, in the cabin, his dog is curled up on the bed. The fireplace is going, and it's just like this rustic cabin they built out in the middle of the woods. Like, you got to mm-hmm. you gotta quad in. And I was like, I sent him a message. I was like, that is, like, that looks comfy as hell. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I want to be there right now. Yeah. I just want to be out in the middle of nowhere with nobody bugging me and, like, the fire going and my dog, dog sitting there. and Right. right pretty zen to me. Uh What else we got here? Is there anything in there that says people who cuss and swear are happier," says Quigley Dex. I've heard that. It's not in this specific article. I've seen a lot of those, and I don't, I don't know what they're, what the purpose of them. It's shock value, or whatever. But I've heard or read articles that say like people who swear are happier people. Right. I don't know. If that's I mean, like why? Like obviously, not just saying the words does anything, but it's like maybe because they're more willing to express themselves and get that's their way of letting aggression or frustration out. Right. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. maybe. If if you need a reason, have at her.
1: I take a pretty neutral stance on swearing, so yeah, like I, it does. They're just they're like meaningless words, so you put whatever meaning on them that you want. That's right. Yeah. So USMC
0: says being out in nature is amazing. Hunting, fishing, whatever, whatever. So, number two of the home things you can do to take care of yourself is a good night's sleep. This is really key as well. Yeah, and this is something I tried to ignore and not listen to. You're really good at my this, life. aren't you? <laughs> most of my life, I was like, doesn't matter. I can operate on nothing. Uh, but boy, oh boy, as I get older, me operating on decent sleep is a is a much more pleasant experience than me operating in next to no sleep. Right. Exactly. For your mental
1: health, it's worth it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, this year was a, this year was tough. I had some times this year where I did not feel like myself. I did not, I meant like mentally was not, not like in coming here, Mm -hmm. which is, was different for me. Um, I was struggling mentally. I, I talked to my wife about it a few times and like I said, I've told her, I was like, I feel like I feel a bit depressed right now and I don't know why. And I don't know how to snap out of it, but, um, I'm aware of it. Right. (laughs) And so I'm telling you that my mood is because I'm not, I'm not Not feeling good up there right now. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think like, I'm happy that I'm a, I'm able to be self-aware of that. And I'm also I'm also aware that it passes. Mm. And so even when I'm there and I don't know how to get out of it right now, I'm like, it's okay. One more day, get a good sleep. At some point, you're going to wake up and be like, it's all good again. Right, feeling like, better. Eventually that happens. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's that's important too, to understand that you know, no matter where you're at, it will get better. It may take a little bit of time, but yep. like do some of these things and gradually it'll kind of get back to your... Healthy mental self. Have you ever heard
1: of uh, the idea of fear setting?
0: Fear setting?
1: Yeah. So instead of like goal setting, you talk about your fears more often, right? Okay. Because those are the things that hold you back. But in this case too, like if you're uh, scared of getting depressed,
0: what's worse than that? I see. Right? Kind of tricking yourself into thinking like... Like even though like you think things are bad, they could be worse kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. And there there are some guys who take it to the extreme where they'll like only live on itchy band noodles for six months or a month.
0: So they really appreciate that steak when they get it the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Because yeah. they realize that, or cause if, that delicious. if
1: that's the worst it can get, you can survive it, I guess is the other thing. Right. 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 Like if you have to sleep on your floor in your office for the next six months you would make it through is the right. idea.
0: I, I've i recently too, and I feel like I've always kind of been like this in, uh, to a certain extent. No, that's not true. Not always. <laughs> when I was younger, I was absolutely not this. But I used to be very, like when I was younger, like teenager years or even in my 20s, was very, um, I didn't like to put myself in uncomfortable situations. Mm, mm-hmm. And it didn't matter like that I knew that it would probably be a lot of fun or it would, like I would enjoy it once I did it kind of thing. It was just like, nope, I don't. I'm self-conscious about that. I don't want to do it. Right, um, and I feel like over the as I've grown up, I've become more accustomed to like putting that aside and being like, no, no, like do it. Force and so, yourself to do like it. this whole dancing thing is a perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> example of that because yep. when I got asked, it was like immediately it was like, like I had not even said yes yet, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like it was like holy smokes, holy smokes. But I just decided like I don't know why, but maybe I think maybe kind of coming out of that little depressive state back in spring, I was like I just need to say yes to things that are going to be fun or like, like Don't say no to things just because you're kind of uncomfortable with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was one thing I did where I said yes and like here I am now and it's a week away and I'm scared shitless. No, but, I, <laughs> but I'm also looking very much forward to it. And had I said no because I thought, you know, I was nervous or felt uncomfortable about it, I would have regretted it. Oh, yeah. hundred percent I would 100%. have regretted it. And I knew that in the back of my head. That's why I just said yes and I was like I'll deal with the emotions of it later. But mm-hmm. yes, I'll do it. Um, same with hockey this year. Our team that I've played with for the last few years. So first of all, I started playing hockey again after 22 years of not. That was, <laughs> that was, that was an uncomfortable thing. That to was like, oh, yeah, all, I'm going right? to do that again. It's yeah. like, haven't played since I was 13. Now I'm 36 and I'm just going to start playing hockey again, go buy new equipment and go put myself out there. Rudy. One of the best Rudy. things. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, one of the best things I did. I love it. Yeah. No, right like it's something I really really enjoy yeah. doing I look forward to it all the time and so that like that certainly is mentally beneficial for me to be able to go out and do those things and enjoy mm-hmm. myself and stay active whatever else and so uh, and then I was put I was faced with another decision because I hurt my knee in hockey a while back and couldn't play anymore then COVID cancelled the rest of that season and then our team didn't make it back out of COVID not enough guys we're going to play anymore oh. uh, you know we're all around 40 or some guys are like that's it for me like this is, yeah. mine. This is my retirement party now and so the team wasn't happening anymore. And the only reason I started playing hockey again is because I knew some guys on the team that were like, come on out, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I felt comfortable or more comfortable. Um, and then I had another team ask me to come play with them. Or a guy, And I was like, my initial thing was like, well, no, I don't want to. Like, right. I don't want to be the guy. I'm not, no thanks. I'm not a good hockey player. I haven't played in a year and a half now again. I don't like, that's a new team. I don't know anybody on the team. I don't want to show up there and be the only guy that, like doesn't, doesn't know, know how to anybody. Tie his skates. Yeah, <laughs> so I still have to get my dad to come in and tie my skates. <laughs> doesn't know anybody, so I was like uncomfortable about it, and like was leaning towards saying no. And then eventually, I was like, no, yes, because if I don't do this right now, yeah. then I'm done playing hockey forever. Because I'm not, I'm not, what am I? I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna run into another team that I feel as comfortable with as I did with my old team. Yep. Uh, so I would just be retiring. Yep. But I really enjoy it, so I should do this. So mm-hmm. I said yes, and then. I reached out to one guy from another team and brought him along with me. So, nice. so I had a familiar face. And first game was last night. I did not play. I, th- I said I would not play, but I did go out and skate and warm-ups and then I watched. Oh, nice. And I hung out with the team and met the guys and stuff. And I'm like, came out of there and be like, this is great. This is good. Like I, these right. seem like a great bunch of dudes. Like I already kind of feel like part of the team. Like if I would have said yeah. no to that just because I felt nervous about it. Right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, that would have been shitty. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, I used to play Ultimate Frisbee a lot. Yep. And uh, one of the things in Regina that they do in the fall, the fall league is teamless.
0: Why is this? You see how much it's shaking? They're complaining yeah. that the camera's shaking.
1: Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's an earthquake. <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, Ultimate physics. So, uh, so, in the Regina league, the fall league is a complete, um, there's no teams at the beginning of the fall, and they put everybody's name into a hat, oh. and you're forced to play with other people. Interesting. And then, so when the spring and summer leagues come around, you get to be introduced to uh, like other maybe other teams. And if your team disbands, you can easily get on other team like you, right? Because you're cool. forced to play with of yeah, yeah. other people.
0: Yep, that's neat. So I, I used to run a, a touch football league for a while that I started. Jeez, <laughs> this is this is. Uh,
1: You'll start a touch football league, but you won't go play on a uh, random hockey team, right?
0: <laughs> and so, but here, but here's the thing. Now, this is going to explain some things. The reason I started the touch football league is because I didn't know anybody and I didn't feel comfortable going signing up into an existing league, not mm. knowing anybody. That's the that's the extent of what <laughs> I used to be like. It was like I want to play touch football. I don't know anybody, and I'm probably not as good as all those guys that are playing touch football. And then we're a right. to touch football league. Yep. I'll start my own league. And then that way, I'm the guy. (laughs) Like, it literally happened that way. And so I started this league, ended up being at 130 some people, whatever, eight teams. Um, But the way we did it was kind of almost like fantasy draft at the same time in that you signed up, but you didn't sign up as a team. You signed up as a player. Mm. And then we had team captains that would each have a team. We would have, like, almost like a draft day. Schoolyard pick. Not even almost like a draft day. We would go out and everybody would kind of, like, scrimmage and practice and the, co- the 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 captains or coaches would get a chance to like evaluate Holy guys. Smokes. And that night we would then go to the upstairs Boston Pizza, book the upstairs and we would have a draft. We'd actually go to the table and everybody would draft their team out of the players that were involved. Like it was oh super cool God. and fun concept but the but the cool thing about it though is that you got, you ended up with a bunch of people you didn't necessarily know. You had to play with new people, meet new people and like form a team and uh, you didn't just show up and be like I want to play with my seven best friends and then and then have some sock. people feeling left out or something. Right, exactly. Yeah, so it was, it was a neat way to go about it. That's for sure. Uh, what else do we got here? Holy smokes. Um, Haney Construction. The weekly check-in of this podcast, especially with all of those on the live stream, has become a relaxing part of my week. Thank you, Tuds, for arranging this hang. What up? I haven't really thought about that before. We did the the happy hour thing as kind of a hangout, right? Yeah. Get guys kind of like having a beer once or every other week and hanging out and talking shop. I never really thought about this being a bit of a that for people too, a hangout or like a chance to relax or kind of take your mind off work for a minute. Maybe we should move this to Zoom. Maybe. And then at
1: the end we can kind of interact more.
0: Sure. Maybe something's happening right now. Look at that. Jeez. Star was born. Western agrees. And yeah, I guess he shows up pretty religiously as well. Uh, so good night's sleep. Very important. Don't neglect your sleep. It does wear you down. Oh Absolutely. Yeah. Probably like more so than the staying fit. If you don't want to work out fine, but at least get a good sleep. <laughs> like, yeah. Get a good sleep. Mentally. It's uh it's pretty important. Number three is stay connected to your social relationships. This is really important too. And really topical right now because COVID has made this difficult it over can. the last 18 months, two years. Yeah. Um, it's been hard to hang out with friends and maintain your social relationships. And I don't know, like some people may have lost theirs or their relationships have been weakened because you don't mm. see that person much mm. anymore or whatever. And so we talked about how important it is to talk to other people. What's like you've, <laughs> you may be still phone on the phone, but like not having those face to face conversations, like it's that weird, does, man. Yeah. it's different. I even said last night we were sitting in the dressing room afterwards having beers. And I just, I was like, I missed this. Right. Yep. Part of hockey too. Yep. Like, I don't even know these guys, but I'm having a blast in here with a bunch of dudes. I like 10 guys I just met. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know any other names because I'm awful with that. And, but it's like nice to be out and be socializing again. Oh yeah. Yeah. So for sure. I
1: mean, one of the, when the restrictions like first lifted, I know one of the, my favorite things was to go into chapters, go get a Starbucks coffee and walk into chapters. Yep. And just having people there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the simple things. In just life, having eh? people there. Yeah,
1: I don't even. I'm not even going to talk to half of
0: you. Any of you, half yeah. of you. Yeah. And actually, if you try to talk to me, I'm gonna be like, "Get away from right. me!" Right. Exactly. But, yeah, it's uh, it's it's just nice to, to be out with people. Again. Stay connected to people. So. And it's tough. It is very tough right now, and it's like it's very uncertain too because things are changing every day with restrictions and whatever else what you're allowed to do, but. Uh, you know, I'm sure that FaceTime and video chats and all those things have become like they were already ridiculously popular before this all happened. But now they've probably almost become a lot of people's primary source of face-to-face contact. I hate when people which FaceTime is like, me. <laughs> yeah, probably not good. So but don't it's phone like, me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Western says the industry golf tournament last week was fantastic and really needed. Agreed. Yeah, we had a we had a golf tournament out at Kenosi Lake. Uh, I don't know how many people would have been there. Probably eight times. Yeah, it was probably 130, 140 people. Um. Yeah, it was nice to get back out and do something social and like talk shop and or not talk shop, like whatever you want. Just like get with people that you have something in common with and yeah. enjoy a day, a nice sunny day of golfing and relaxing. And I think that's what Deck Expo is going
1: to be great for.
0: Hundred percent. I'm hoping there. it, hoping it happens for sure. Um I'm sure it's going to happen. It's whether we can get to it or not. But that's what Deck Expo always is for me and for a lot of guys. It's not necessarily to get down there and see the booths and see the new products or whatever else it's more the get down there and like have a, a wind-up party right with that yeah. you know, yeah. it happens at the end of the season so you get down there and you just kind of get to cut loose a little bit you like whether you've met these people or not before they're all living your life somewhere else they're all they're all mm-hmm. deck builders or dealers or whatever it is like you've got tons in common even if you've never met them before right so it's a like there's no ice to even break. You can walk in and be like, Hey, how's, what do you do? Who, right. What do you, oh, you build his tracks. Like, it's just like Super this natural, easy. natural to go, uh, to get into a conversation with, with people down there. So, um, and like we, we year after year, this is the only place you actually meet half these people. A lot of these people that are on Instagram that you follow or listen to the podcast or whatever. Um, this is your one face to face is at these events where it's like, but mm, you consider mm-hmm. these people friends. It's like, you know them really well. Right. But you only see them once you a year. You only see them once a year. Yep. So it's um, yeah. I hope it happens because missing it last year was was no fun for anybody, and I think everybody's looking forward to getting back and doing it. So hopefully the God it's only been the one, fates will allow. It's only been one year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. That's crazy Basically, to me though. <laughs> one years it's worth like, of events. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. Um. That's it's, it. Stay Price. connected. Stay social connected to your social relationships. Because I used to before COVID too. We used to well, we used to do our or like uh, whatever you want to call it, our little club where we go, like entrepreneurial uh, club of getting together with people. Like that was awesome. I always really look forward to that. And that kind of got squashed. And like even, you know, some of my buddies, I go out every couple of weeks and just go for a beer and shoot the shit and Mm -hmm. chat. And it's like, you lose that too. And it's just losing everything. You don't get to have those same conversations with with your wife or your kids, potentially, right? Like you're just going to talk about some things and enjoy some aspects of those friend relationships. You don't, they're not possible with your wife or your kids or mm. whoever you are seeing all the time right mm-hmm. now. It's just like everybody needs to get out and not right, exactly. Enjoy their other personalities. Yeah. A little bit. So So stay mentally healthy. Right. Check number one. So three tips at the workplace, at home. Um hoping everybody out there is um heading into this off season with uh oh. with high spirits. Yeah. It's been a busy season for most, so hopefully there's not as much financial stress on a lot of these guys, right? And, and not an uncertainty. A lot of, yeah, exactly. And uh, Christmas is coming up, so there'll be a chance for some family. Halloween's coming up, so yeah, enjoy it. Take a break from work once in a while. Take care of your mental health. Check out your family. Say hello again. Yeah, that's all I got. Until next week, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful week. Uh, please, if you have a chance to donate, vote SWTS dot com shane and nikki i appreciate it very much
1: hey, thank you for listening to the ultimate deck podcast now you know what we're about check the site come and shop ultimate deck shop.com hit us right away for sponsorships. so tell us if you want to collaborate let's go check us out on any social networks thank you for listening